Welcome to another edition of the DS Watch DS. And usually, you know, today would be, you know, happy go lucky because, you know, I'm usually like, you know, hey, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. Today, today is a different feeling today because. We lost some important men who had impacted the sport of basketball. More importantly, we lost men who impacted on life. Last week, we lost former Portland Trailblazer, former Phoenix Sun, Detroit Pistons, Golden State Warrior, Cliff Robinson at the age of 53, former sixth man of the year, two-time defensive second team. He's in top 10 in several key categories with Portland Trailblazer. If everybody know Clifford Robinson or Cliff Robinson, y'all know by his nickname, Uncle Cliffy or Uncle Cliff. Cliff Robinson passed away in, in the 53. Legendary coach. Legendary coach, father, grandfather, friend, Hall of Famer, the winningest basketball coach of all time, the University of Arizona, Luke Olson, passed away at the age of 85. Then one of the good guys in college who turned out and put out guys in the NBA, guys like Jason the Jack Terry, David Stoddard, Kane and Fry. One of the best coaches right now in the NBA, Steve Kerr. Who also won his own championship in 1997, a team led by Mike. He also has, has, has won 386 games to 200 and I want to say uh, 77 losses before he coached Arizona. He coached high school in Minnesota and in Southern California before becoming the head coach of Long Beach City College where he won the state dream college title in 1971. In 1973 and 74, he took over Long Beach State where he went 24-2. Then he went from Long Beach State to Iowa. He took him to, to Iowa to the NCAA tournament five times in nine seasons. Then he went to Arizona, where most of us know as probably the greatest coach in Arizona Wildcats history, in which a statue sits out at the McCare Memorial Arena, excuse me, center, and the home court that the Wildcats play on is named after him, 
Luke Olsen, and after his late wife, Bobby, who preceded him in death. Luke Olsen was more than just a coach. He was a father figure to his to his players and he was a friend to most and again he was a pillar in the basketball in the basketball community he is loved by his former coaches he is loved by his former opponents he himself changed that program at the University of Arizona and made him to a powerhouse while he was coaching even after he retired he will always attend University of Arizona basketball games. When Sean Miller took over, he had some big shoes to fill when he took over Blue Olsen. Blue Olsen passed away at the age of 85. God bless his soul. On Friday, we learned that year old Chadwick Bozeman who was known to play Jackie Robinson, James Brown the, the five blood most recently Mar Rainey which coming out on Netflix this Friday but he's well known as the king the black superhero he is known as the black panther passed away of colon cancer at the age of 43. There wasn't too many there wasn't too many men like Chadwick Bozeman because he fought stage 3 colon cancer. He was diagnosed in 2016. He didn't complain. He didn't shy away. He didn't stop what he was doing. He fought cancer. He went to chemotherapy. He had his surgeries, but he continued to work. He continued to live his truth. He continued to live his life. He continued to inspire. He continued to do all those things. And then uh, it went above and beyond. Why he had cancer? Again. Black Panther, the Five Blood, and come out next My Rainy. Chadwick put out some legendary films while he was battling cancer. He inspired numerous of people. I seen a clip yesterday when he was paying the tribute to him. You had guys like Robert Downey Jr., Don Cheeto, Scarlett Johansson, Oprah. They was talking about his friendship with Kamala Harris because he's a graduate. They both were graduate University of Howard. And, it, and how Zill Washington paid for his first job to a uh, little film in British in Britain and with Denzel told him, hey you owe me some money Chad would pay it back by being one of the best actors that's just being one of the best actors in the world 
Travis Bowles made a difference in this world. He made a difference in the black community because he was King T'Challa. He was a Black Panther. I'm pausing because I'm trying to keep my composure because this guy, you know, Chadwick Bozeman was a big deal. You know, when I look back on it, you know, he was pretty good friends with Kobe Bryant. Another hero, but a hero on the basketball court. We talking about two guys who were kings, two guys who meant a lot, not only in the black community, but in all communities. I mean, two guys who inspire, who make us want to do more, want to make us want to do better. Touch, inspire everyone he came in contact with. One of his closest friends, other than Kobe Bryant, one is Robert Downey Jr. And they talk often. You know, when Don Cheeto, when he spoke about him, and he couldn't really muster the words, but only to say, I didn't have enough time with him. I second that because a lot of us didn't have enough time with Chadwick. You know, the things that he done in his short brief time here on this planet was beautiful. And I was telling my fiance this, that he might have died from colon cancer, but he didn't lose the fight. He won the fight. He won the fight because he continued to work. He continued to do the things that he loved to do. He continued to entertain. He continued to go out here and live life to the fullest. He did not lose. He might have lost his battle with cancer, but he won in my book. He won in my opinion. And yeah, all of us would have loved to see him put out more movies. A lot of us would love to see him do some play some legendary roles. And even though we would not get those opportunities to see him on the silver screen again, but the movies that he played, we could always go back and watch because they were all legendary. Too many, he was the black superhero, and I agree. I mean, Black Panther, I mean, that was, not only it was one of the, one of the best films that I had ever seen, but it was one of the best movies ever to be made. I mean, it broke box office records nationally, internationally, all over. And truth be told, I don't think any other actor could have played that role that good than Chadwick Boseman. I mean, when he passed away, you know, you had guys in the NBA, NFL, even in his own field, were touched, who were inspired by him. And he inspired a lot of us, us regular Joes. You know, if he can go out here, still put his work in, 
and continue his fight for colon cancer without complaining, without showing any signs. And I feel that we all can go out here and work hard and do the same thing. But I'll be lying if I didn't say, you know, this breaks my heart because, again, a lot of us are still dealing with COVID-19 and losing loved ones. And then a lot of us are still dealing with the fact that we lost Kobe Bryant back in January. Where this, all this started. With all this madness started. It started with Kobe Bryant when we lost him. And then we had to deal with the COVID-19. And then after COVID-19, we started losing prominent figures, whether they're black, white, Hispanic, not only in our families, not only in our communities, but the ones who inspire us on TV, on the movie screen, athletes, or just our everyday life. And I always say, you know, with Chad Bozeman, he just wasn't another actor. He was one of us. He was one of the good men, and not only in Hollywood, but one of the best men in life. And he was, he was part of all of us. He was our brother. He was our friend. He was our cousin, our uncle, our best friend. He meant a lot to all of us, and we lost him. His memories will always live on through our hearts. Chadwick Bozeman, thank you for all you have done. I appreciate you, my brother. May you rest in peace. Early today, actually, I said early this morning, legendary Georgetown head coach, John Thompson Jr. passed away at the age of 78. Now, we don't know from what, but from what I've been told, well, I should say what I've been reading over the last few hours or so is that he has some health issues. Coach Thompson revived the Georgetown basketball program. He got them to their first NCAA tournament in 1975 and hasn't looked back since. He recruited and put legendary players into the Hall of Fame. We talking about players like Patrick Ewing, Alonzo Mourning, Dikembe Mutombo, and Allen Iverson. He had good to great players like Eric Sleepy Floyd, Michael Jackson. He was a man who spoke his peace, who spoke his mind, and he was stern. And when he got mad, Big John would show you that side. If you don't believe me, if you look up any stories about how he went and went and looked for the local drug dealer who was hanging around his players, and he told out had him meet him at his office. How he get? How he got him there? He put the word out in the streets to let him know that he was looking for him. 
And when that young man came to his office, Coach Thompson let him have it. And to most people, they were surprised because when you roll up on someone like that and you cuss them out and you call them by their name and you threaten them, you usually get retaliation. But everybody know Coach Thompson in those streets. And when it came to his players, he was not messing around. And it also helps the fact that Coach Thompson was born and raised in Washington, D.C. He led Archbishop Carroll to high school championships and championship appearance. He went on to Providence College and made a name for himself by winning the 1963 NIT championship and led Providence Friars to their first NCAA appearance in 1964. He won two NBA championships when he was drafted by the Boston Celtics in 1965, where he played two seasons, where he's a primary backup for Bill Russell. In 1966, he was drafted in his pants draft by Chicago Bulls, but he decided to retire. In 1966, Coach Thompson coached high school basketball. And in 1972, after a successful run coaching high school basketball, he was hired at Georgetown University, in which the president at that time was just hoping that Coach Thompson would get them to a few NIT appearances, win a lot of games, don't lose too much. He exceeded all of those expectations. He led the Hoyas to the 1984 NCAA championship led by Patrick Ewing. At the time, one of the best collegiate athletes to be coming out of the East Coast. If every if anyone, if anyone had ever seen the big the, the Big East documentary or the Georgetown doc, documentary. They were the first juggernaut in college basketball. Not UNLV, not the Fab Five, the Georgetown Hoyas. Everywhere you go during the 80s, everybody, hip-hop artists, hood, thugs, everybody in the streets, everybody in the black community, everybody was repping a Georgetown apparel. Where it was a hat, jacket, color scheme of the shoes, everybody was a Georgetown fan because they were the first. They were the first juggernaut. Everybody loved Georgetown. At that time, when you was thinking of Georgetown, you weren't thinking about the players. You think about the tall, six-foot, coach who had that big, long, white um, dry towel on his shoulder. Wearing those traditional, traditional glasses. You see him pacing the sideline, yelling. And his players' ass going up, going at it against uh, Lou Carmichael, um, which is then Jim Bohine, going up one on one against Boston College, Jim Calhoun. In 1989, John Coach Thompson in a game against the Boston College Eagles. Walked off the court and protesting for Proposition 42 
in which if all for any freshman who was, in, was academic eligible could not play college basketball. And he felt that rule was made to go against minority players, minority students. And he wasn't having it. And he did it so that NCAA could look at the rule and see what they done wrong. And they did. He felt it was an unfair advantage. He stood up for what he believed in. Thompson was more than a coach. Same thing like Coach Olsen. But Coach Thompson was, was something different. Because if you ever hear his highest former players talk about him, he was no joke. But he was an honest man. I mean, Coach Thompson, I just told y'all, the man put the word out. He went looking for the big dope dealer at that time. Coach Thompson graduated 75 out of 77 players at the University of Georgetown. So when he tells you, now I'm going to make your son into a man, and they're going to graduate Georgetown, 75 of them graduated from the University of Georgetown. And if you ever heard Alan Iverson, when he got stuck into the whole thing, and we got Julian Irving, and we got Larry Brown, and we got Coach Thompson up on the and when it came to talk about Coach Thompson, Alan Iverson did not miss no words when he said, Coach Thompson saved my life. That's who got him out. Coach Thompson. Who was there for him? Coach Thompson. Alan Iverson. Where a lot of the African, a lot of those African Americans, you know, grew up in the home without no fathers. Coach Thompson was a father figure to all those African American players. My brothers, he was a father figure to them when their father was not in the home. Coach Thomas was doing radio and TV after he retired from Georgetown in 1999. When I, today, when I was listening to uh, Mark Jackson talk about Coach Thompson, he choked up. Again, you know, guys, I recommend everybody to go watch the Big East documentary. Go watch the Georgetown documentary. If you want to know what John Thompson is really about, if you're a basketball fan and you never heard of John Thompson, if you never watch those documentaries, I encourage you to watch it because John Thompson was one of the best teachers, educators, father figures, one of the best coaches, knowledge of the Big East. 
but in college basketball. I heard Dick Vitale today. He was saying that, you know, you guys, you know, I, I just woke up. You know, I see what happened to Coach, about Coach Thompson. And Dick Vitale started crying. And he said, you know, I remember him, remember these guys, you know, they're from my generation. These guys I came up with in the coaching. I came up with these guys when I started coaching. Now they're leaving. They're passing away. They're leaving me behind. Everybody, if you got loved ones, tell me you love them, hug them, spend a lot of time with them. Because if you haven't known by now, 2020 is letting us know life is short, life is precious. You just don't know when your time will come. You lost a lot of good men. This sports world is no exception. We lost all the good men and women. Whether from the COVID 19, whether from natural causes, whether from cancer, whatever it is, we lost a lot of good men and women. Please hold your families tight, cherish those memories. Clifford Robinson. I have very, very fond memories on all of them. And I'm going to cherish all those memories. Now, current Georgetown coach. Patrick Ewing has not said anything yet, but I'm quite sure by tonight he will say something. Um, one of the coaches that battled Coach Thompson to the very end was Sergio Jim Bohan. And he said, Thompson was a fierce rival for many years in the Big East. There are that many. He brought a presence to the game that nobody does. He was a great coach but he was a role model for a lot of coaches, white coaches and black coaches. Thompson, who stalked the sideline with his patent white towel, not only led his players on the floor, he also protected them off the court. It's, like I was telling you earlier on 1989, it's, it's actually, this is on ABC Nightline. Thompson said that he confronted a notorious drug kingpin, Rayford Edmund III, after learning the local cocaine ringleader have befriended some of the Georgetown players, including Alonzo Mourning and John Turner. Edmund, a known figure in the city who attended many Georgetown games and frequently a popular nightclub where he met some of the Hoyas, was arrested later that year for his role in the drug trafficking operation and eventually sent his life to prison. Turner was dismissed from the team that year and later arrested on drug charges, which were ultimately dropped. And again, to the story how Coach Thompson also stood by Iris and who spent four months in jail for his alleged role in the brawl out of Bowling Alley before his senior year of high school. Thompson was criticized for, for his allegiance to Iris and whose sentence was ultimately overturned by appeal courts due to insufficient evidence. But the talent guard won Big East Rookie of the Year honors who led the program to Elite Eight during his second and final season at Georgetown. Iris thanked Thompson for saving my life in the Instagram post Monday, adding that he hopes that he always made his college proud. 
behalf of myself, my family, thank you for all the memories. Thank you for inspiring, inspiring me and a lot of young black kids who grew up in the, in the hood. Thank you for everything you have done. I appreciate you. I miss you. And just rest in heaven, Coach Thompson. Thank you. I love you. Thank you guys for listening to the DS Walk Show. If you got no plans tonight, please watch game one of the Miami and Walking Bucks game. And game six of the Houston Rockets or OKC. The Denver Nuggets. The Utah Jazz game seven will be on Tuesday. I'll talk more about that tomorrow. I will also get into tomorrow on Saluka Doncic. We're going to talk about the, the Pacers and how they fired Nick McMillan and how their president takes the blame. All right, guys. Be easy. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>